0: Turn their retirement goals into reality and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan.
1: Welcome to the show. My guest today is Shanta Adhikari. Shanta is the founder of Ad Media NYC, which helps dental practice owners develop profitable customer acquisition channels using direct response advertising and remote sales teams. Most importantly, they help get patients in your chairs. So this is going to be an exciting conversation. Shanta, welcome to the show.
2: Glad to be on here. Thank you.
1: All right. So dumb it down for us non-marketers. What do you do?
2: Sure. Basically, we help dental practices get more implant patients. That is simply without using all the marketing jargon and all the different ways we do it, that is basically what we do.
1: All right. So why implant and why not everything else? Is it because implants are the most profitable, basically?
2: Yeah, basically, uh, we can, in the beginning, we used to do all these services, but every time we've tested it, implants make our clients the most amount of money. So why not just do implants?
1: Makes sense. So funny story, talking to a client of mine who does implants, I said, hey, have you ever heard of ad media? She says, I see their ads, I get emails from them, whatever, and I'm always scared it's a scam. And I say, I'm interviewing them on my podcast. It's like, oh my gosh. So tell me like you're in the internet and obviously there's a million scams on the internet. What is the general experience with you and your clients? Uh, is my client an anomaly or do you find a lot of people are like, I've never heard of you. This sounds too good to be true. What's going on?
2: Yeah, and it's pretty normal. And I think it's a completely normal way to think. And um, we see the same thing. We help our clients get... Implant patients—they're typically the older demographic. So we see the same thing with the patients. And the best way to really for us to overcome it is for us to just have a conversation with the other person. At some level, I'm not there face to face with you. It's over a Zoom call. I'm virtually talking to you from New York. I have no idea where you're at. So of course it's a bit hard, but it's you know it's completely normal. I guess at some level it takes for you not just to trust the company, but to trust the salesperson or the owner, which would be me, to kind of take that step. All right. So how are you getting implant patients?
1: I'm a dentist. I'm in Florida. I want implant patients. How are you getting me implant
2: patients? Sure. So, I mean, just simply what we use is online advertising, online paid advertising, which basically means paying Mark Zuckerberg to run ads on Facebook or Instagram or paying Google to run ads on Google. And that's how we get Increase of potential patients that are interested in your services. So we run these ads online and patients see the ads, they click on it and they fill out a form and then we have just generated a lead. After that is a whole different, you know, which we can talk about a whole different process, but that's basically how we find them.
1: So you might need 100 clicks to fill out a form. If you, when you get 100 clicks, you might only get 70 forms filled out. And then from there, the numbers get smaller and smaller and smaller. So you might take you a hundred clicks to get two patients or whatever the numbers are. It doesn't really matter, but it's a numbers game. And you guys have figured out how to market to this demographic.
2: Correct. We figured out what they like, what they want. And after that, now it's just a numbers game. The thing with implants though, is because it's so freaking expensive and 90% of people can't afford it, whether they finance it or they pay on cash. It's a volume game with a very good pre-screening process that's the whole game
1: so what if I'm a dentist and I said I don't need ad media you know I can do local marketing we we have a pretty good implant business as well why would I need ad media
2: well you know uh raises a question which is are you doing enough in implants do you want to do more and do you know how to get there right exactly Maybe. it's like
1: it's like unless you're booked five days a week with implants there's probably an opportunity for growth no matter how good you are
2: correct Always.
1: So how
2: did you end up in this space? You're obviously a marketer. How did you end up doing this? I don't, unfortunately, have some crazy, amazing story about this. I'm fairly young. I'm in my young 20s. And the way I got started is I wanted to learn marketing and sales. So I spent a year doing that. And then after that, I knew if I wanted to build a business around it, I had to target a growing industry. I wrote down about 25 of them, wrote down super in detail which one I should go after. I just ended up in dental. And well,
1: that's pretty uh, impressive that you took that much time to do that much research. So that I find that pretty impressive. I think that's pretty cool. I don't think most people would be that diligent about figuring out what they want to do.
2: Yeah, and that's a problem. That's why people are always switching between different industries, unless you just find one to stick to it. Now. So- Are you guys nationwide
1: or are you guys just in certain geographies or how does it work? We're nationwide. We have, I mean, clients in almost every state. So give me some numbers. How many dental implants have
2: you gotten for your clients in 2022? I don't know how many dental implants we've gotten specifically. We work with lots of clients that do like all on fours or all on sixes or overdent. I mean, so many different things. So we don't count the individual implants. Okay, perfect. So how, know- many, how many procedures have you gotten for your clients? In 2022, across maybe 45 active clients right now, we've definitely done over 500 procedures.
1: So that's a minimum of 10 per client. Correct. And that's a pretty lucrative procedure. And I'm assuming that your cost
2: is fairly low compared to the cost of their procedure. Yeah, we do mostly get overdenture, full arch cases. So, compared to what they're paying us, it's pretty. Prob- so, that's, that, that's a good delta, a good spread there.
1: If I'm going to spend X to get potentially 10X, it's probably a, probably a good thing. So, I sign up with you today. When will I see my first patient?
2: More than likely. This is where it gets a little tricky because, at some level, and this is something I always tell clients before they sign up with us, which is, you're taking a gamble here. No matter what, no matter what I tell you or what promise anybody marketing company makes you, this is all a gamble. You are rolling a dice. But uh, we look at this a bit differently. We look at how long it takes us to generate one lead, then how long it takes us to get one appointment, and then how long it takes us to get one show. If we look at your average closing rate, if we get you, you know, we should see two shows in the first seven days. And you close at 50%, then I can tell you, you should expect two shows in the first seven days. That is what we aim for, yeah.
1: So basically, when you say show, you mean I'm
2: showing up in
1: my dentist's office. Correct. Wow. That's pretty impressive to me.
2: But I interrupted you, so go on. Yeah. So basically, if I know your closing rate, which is, you know, a lot of people don't really know, I can tell you that, you know, if I can get you two shows by first seven days, then you should have one patient starting treatment. There is an issue within, I guess, the industry where there is a misunderstanding of the type of leads you will generate from cold advertising compared to word of mouth and referrals. There's going to be a drop-off in people picking up the phone, someone booking an appointment, someone showing up and someone starting treatment. And so that's the only thing where you know we try to have a conversation of before even starting something because if you tell me your closing rate is 90% on referrals, that's not going to be the same with the leads you get from advertising.
1: No, it's two. It's it's apples and oranges. It's so much more numbers game when you're doing cold, cold lead generation or cold advertising. Right. And so do people understand that for the most part? Kind of. Yeah. 70%. How much, how much expectation management is involved when working with dentists? I mean, how many people, they just want, I mean, are they expecting
2: pie in the sky, or are they realistic in their expectations? So we, what we're really trying to build is strong expectations as much as possible. We want to under deliver and over promise, right? But under with- you mean you mean under promise, over deliver? Oh, I didn't say that. Yeah, you said it backwards. Sorry. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> in this industry, it's one of in our marketing space. It is top to the most saturated or competitive niches within the marketing space. Dental? Uh, Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Within the lead generation marketing space. So the issue is there's so many new companies coming up all the freaking... I mean, I had just... I literally, right before this call, I had a conversation with someone where a company guaranteed him 40 shows in 30 days, qualified, and he's in a town with 1,900 people in it.
1: Okay. When they say guarantee, are
2: they like going to cut him a check for... Refund his money, or cut him a check, or uh, what's going on? I have no idea. I'm not sure. No clue. But I was just like, you know, on the phone with them. Like, does that make logical sense? Even if right. it was true, right? I think that could actually happen. And so, what we're facing is, you know, when client look is looking to sign up with us, there is high levels of expectation. And I guess at some level, rightfully so. What we try to set the expectation of is. How many leads, appointments, and shows you should truly expect? I re- I learned recently that the average show up rate for implant marketing on social media is about ten percent, and I tell everybody that. Did you know it's ten percent? If you didn't work with us, work with someone regular, it would be about ten percent. Are you ready for that? So we try to set these kind of small expectations, and hopefully, you know, do much better than the national averages. Which uh, so how do you how do you help improve that show ratio? There's two ways. There's either you get skin in the game or you psychologically improve the value of the consultation without them actually being there. What that basically means is the skin in the game is getting a card on file or some money before they come in. That will get them to actually show up. The second way is improving the value of the consultation. So a lot of people, they think the consultation is supposed to be free. What they don't understand is everything that they're getting the x-ray that's worth money, the CT scan that's worth money, the doctor's time that's worth money, the time the assistant is spending with you that's worth money. They're getting all of that for free. They have to understand the value of it. That's one thing. Second thing, one thing I've realized is patients, let's say on Facebook, they're scrolling, they're seeing a hundred different ads of dentists all the time. And they don't really care about making an appointment to show up at your office. They don't care about the doctor yet. They haven't seen you yet. They don't know who you are. But... They spend about five to 10 minutes with a person on the phone spilling out their life problems of why they need implants before booking that appointment.
1: So you need, first of all, you need to have a front desk or front office that has good phone skills. And to what you said earlier, you have to be good at closing them. And this is where it's so funny. So many people have this like anti-sales perspective, but everything is sales. Get right. us are paid on production. That's commission sales. <laughs> It's just, you know, same with physicians. They're 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 paid the same way. But you have to be able to interact with a stranger, make them feel comfortable with you, and get them to do business with you. So it's like, hey, I can get people in your chair for X dollars a month, and it's going to likely be this amount of people. But you've got to realize this is a different type of person than your existing patient just referred to you. Correct. And if you don't like that type of person, then you shouldn't hire us. Correct. Or any do
2: any kind of marketing. And
1: how and many people understand that? It's Or do they think it's like, hey, I just throw money at, at Shanta and I get money right back. That's what they think it is, isn't it?
2: Uh, typically. Uh, I'll but... give
1: Shanta a dollar and all of a sudden I'll start making five or ten dollars. It's like the world's greatest Ponzi scheme. But they don't think about it that way. That's the way they're actually viewing it
2: to take into account a lot of these patients, the sales cycle is longer, right? Meaning it's going to take them longer to actually accept treatment. Because for me, even if I'm going to get implants, I'm not going to just check out one dentist. I'm going to check out like three.
1: Right. So <laughs> if I re- if we're buddies and I refer you to my dentist, you'll likely move forward immediately. Whereas if you come from an online lead, they're probably not going to close you that day. And they're probably going to, whether it's price shop or figure out what makes sense for them just to make them feel comfortable. It's a longer sales cycle to what you were saying.
2: Correct, sometimes much longer, way longer. Like They may come back long, a year from now. Especially for a $40,000, $50,000 treatment, yeah.
1: Right, absolutely. you're not gonna go buy a car unless you've done like typically a lot of research.
2: Correct, correct. And then this goes into something which we don't offer as a service, but we'd like to at some point, I'll give you an example here. About six months ago, I wanted to get Invisalign. I wanted to get my teeth straightened, And I went in for a consultation. Everything seemed fine. I was actually okay with everything. I just wanted to check out one more dentist. When I left that consultation, I'm so busy with work that I completely forgot about it. And I really wanted it. I remember seeing an ad on Facebook. I'm like, oh, crap, I really want this. But there was no sense of urgency. If I had some sort of follow-up to me, just one I would have probably went back and signed up for this line.
1: But the dentist office or the orthodontist office
2: didn't follow up with you. This is most of the market, about 5 to 10% of the market, they will come to your consultation and move forward without batting an eye. There's no objection. They need this right now. There's a high sense of urgency. But most of the market, they want this. They just don't have any sense of urgency. And we just have to push them a little bit through our, let's just say, sales tactics.
1: This is, this is absolutely fascinating to me and this just goes back to business. So like when you go to dental school, all you learn is clinical, you don't learn business. And when you go to business school, you learn corporate Coca-Cola style marketing, which has no bearing on 99.9% of the world, unless you're a fortune 500 company, because direct response marketing is how the real world works. And every dentist needs to be needs to learn direct response marketing, you know, whether it's you become a Dan Kennedy disciple, which I'm sure you're familiar with, or something else, because it's all about and today we live in an attention economy. We're all distracted for reasons we could talk an hour about, but you have to grab attention. and that's what one of the things marketing's goal is
2: to do is to grab attention. yeah, so and that's every point. Well, that's after the consultation too. You've Got to grab their attention.
1: Which a phone call, like you said,
2: a follow-up phone call.
1: So, all right. So, I don't know if you want to talk about this on the podcast. What's it like working? What's pricing look like? What's I mean, if, if that's if it's customized, you don't want to go in there. That's fine. What's it like
2: working with AdMedia? So, when you're working with not just us, but any uh, lead generation or advertising company that works directly with you, uh, there's two different types of fees. There is the admin slash management fee, which is what we get paid then there is the advertising fee which is what google and facebook gets paid
1: basically right. buying the ads hey we're right. we're going to charge your retainer of x but we're going to spend a thousand dollars
2: in ad buys and you got to cover that basically correct boom so for us we have three different packages it ranges anywhere from 1500 to about 3500 and uh on top that's, of that's that, a month that's a month plus ad buys plus ad buy. okay perfect Ad buy depends on location and what you actually want to advertise. Like ad, I would ad imagine ad buys in New York City are a lot different than they are in
1: rural somewhere else. Correct. Makes sense. So if they if someone wants to work with
2: you or they want to get in touch with you to talk more, how do they do that? The best way would be our website. So if you go to our website, you fill out a form. That would be the best way at ad. What's Media. your website? Uh, oh, ad, Adminia.nyc. And that's ad as an ADD.
1: Okay, addmedia.nyc. I didn't know New York City had their own domain name. Yep. Their own domain.
2: Media.com, unfortunately.
1: So addmedia.nyc. There's a form to fill out there, and then you guys will be in contact with them to have a Zoom meeting
2: to talk through what they're looking for and what makes sense. Is that correct? Kind of uh, so when you fill out the form, we'll give you a short 10 minute introductory call. We'll give you all the information how this works, the pricing as well, the different packages and get some information from you. It takes about 10 minutes from there. If you'd like, we can schedule a more in-depth, fancy little presentation. Nice.
1: Yeah, this has been very enlightening. It's uh, I find marketing to be very misunderstood but very powerful when done the right way. So this has been very helpful. I think our listeners will, will, uh, will really appreciate this as well. I really, Shanta, I really appreciate your time on the call today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You've been thanks. listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing
0: with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com.
3: This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Paz, Guardian, or North Florida Financial, and opinions stated are their own. External sites and materials are provided for your convenience in locating related information services. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees expressly disclaim any responsibility for and do not maintain control, recommend, or endorse third-party sites, organizations, products, or services, and make no representation as to the completeness, suitability, or quality thereof. Ross is a registered representative and Financial Advisor. Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664, Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311-850-562-9075. Security products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Arkansas insurance license number 16139032, California insurance license number zero L. expires 1024.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit C-SuiteRadio.com.